you gave it to me? Mom, right? So what we're looking for is people to sign it and wish her well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set it on the back back there. Is that all right? Yeah. Or we could pass it around. <laughs> oh. Today? Okay. All right. So, good morning. That is so good. Even even when it's cold out and we get snow, he's still good. Um, isn't that right, Bob? You want to tell him your story before we get started? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for today. And Lord, I'm just asking, Father, that you'd be with each person, Father, this morning. Lord, uh, we want to sense your presence, Father. We want to lift you up, exalt who you are. And Father, we want to pray for all those that couldn't make it this morning, Father, and just be with them and encourage them, Father. And Lord, we just uh, give this time to you. In Jesus' name, amen. want to check it out i'm going to go over just the ones that i know is uh, monday night uh, the ladies are going to be practicing hymns and uh, working on things to do for the christmas uh, program and then wednesdays are going to be uh, our our prayer and bible study um this starts at 6 30 in the morning and um <laughs> Uh, in the morning, right? Yes. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. I know, I know. You got something to really pick on me about. It's all right. I think I, I know somebody coming in this door right now. Uh, there really is some awesome people I've met this last week. Good morning, Carly, right? Did I get you right? See that? I'm not so bad at remembering. And the other guy is Jesse. <laughs> good morning. It's good to see you. Amen. Amen. Um, 
see. On the 27th is our, the fourth Sunday, and we're going to do the evening uh, worship and testimonies. You know, I, I really encourage you to, if you get a chance, come. It's really pretty awesome. We've got some older gentlemen that I had to come. They don't normally attend here, but um, they're my age. But they're really talented. I, I'm just amazed that. Um, yeah. I wasn't even going to say that because I said elderly and I didn't want to make him. I'm picking on you, Ken, just to let you know. All right. <laughs> not really. Not really. Um, <laughs> amen. And I'm really excited. Uh, we got a lot of uh, shoe boxes for the uh, kids program, so we're going to deliver those to Dunningville this morning uh, after church, and so it'll be afternoon, right? And um, Jesse, how you doing? Awesome! It's good to see you guys. I'm doing really good. You, everybody here picked on me this morning. You know, I never picked on any of them. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. That opens it right up, doesn't it? <laughs> I met Jesse uh, last Wednesday, Wednesday, um, at the Bible study at Ken's Tire Center. Um, is there anything else I'm, I'm forgetting? Oh, yes, we got um a couple of things. Did everybody get a chance to sign that card we was passing around? Still going? Um, coming up, and it's starting this Friday, right? Um, Saturday. Okay, because Black Friday's probably not going to be a good day to do it. We didn't get a chance for that. Okay. But um, what happens is, I, I think all of you know who Ladders of Hope is. It's just up here. And what they're going to be doing is they're going to be doing some Christmas wrapping. And uh, they need people to volunteer. Uh, what happens is people make donations for you wrapping their gifts. And all the money goes towards the Ladders of Hope up there. But if you have some time available, whether it's afternoon, evenings, mornings, uh, please um, let us know so we can sign you up. Sandy? Oh, there's lots of dates. It starts on the 26th, but it goes all the way to the 24th of December, just before Christmas. It's amazing. You know, to begin with, there's a lot of people that want you to do the gifts, but getting close to Christmas, we're packed. But it's so much fun. You know, I, you know how I picked on you? I picked on everybody that does a grief wrapping, too. It's so much fun. So much fun. Uh, if you want to volunteer, talk to Carolyn. We're trying to going to try to get these printed up so that we can pass them out. And if you have dates that you'd like to fill in, fill it out and give it back, and we'll give it to Carolyn so she can make sure that um, it's not double covered. But uh, normally they like to have one or two people there, uh, too, um, so that um, in the beginning, like I said, it's a little slower. But as it progresses, you know, two is needed because there's a lot of gift wrapping. Uh, if I can have the ushers come forward, we'll take the morning's tithe and offering.
So, uh, Mike, would you like to pray? Do you know, um, there's, there's uh, so much we could talk about as far as um, that song, but I think it's, it's, and it's so important that um, we recognize that we have the authority dwelling in us and through us to come against the enemy that wants to go ahead and tell us that we're not good enough or that we're not going to succeed and that we need to take a stand against that you know like god is god is for you not against you and um the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds isn't that cool (laughs) this is this is our weapon and um I want to be talking a little bit about it this morning. Remember last week I was talking in Colossians, the first chapter, if you want to turn there. And the first thing I talked about last week, uh, starting in uh, Colossians, I think it's verse 18. Chapter 1. And I was talking about the preeminence of God. And uh, he's, in 18 it says, And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning and the first from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. That's basically authority over everything. Okay. The second thing I talked about was reconciliation. It's, um, you know, like... Adam and Eve separated us from the ability to have an indwelling presence or a, a, a fellowship with God. Jesus restored it and brought us back into that relationship so that we could walk out who we are in him. I mean, he's, there's an indwelling presence. Revelation, I'm sorry, Romans, it says the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. So that how exciting it is. I mean, from the old, we're separated, new, he becomes a part of who we are. So it's a reconciliation, bringing us to that fellowship of who God is. Now, we're going to go on in Colossians, the first chapter. And I like the new second two points. These are the things that I didn't cover last week. I'm going to cover them today. In um, verse 23, it says... If indeed you continue in faith, grounded and steadfast, are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which we have preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, become a member. Minister. I forgot my glasses. That's okay. We'll, we'll make it. Um, there was a couple of uh, scriptures that um, 
I uh, wanted to talk about Romans chapter 10, verses 17. If you want to turn there. Verse 17. And remember, he said that it's faith. He that the key word in that verse in Colossians was faith. You know, that to bring us to the place where we believe the things that God has been doing in us and what his word says about us. Romans 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Um, I got a couple of cool stories I wanted to tell you. I was, <clears throat> I'm learning how to do the internet, believe it or not. 71, I'm actually learning how to, to braze through the internet. And I found some really cool stories uh, in Romans 10. This first one's pretty cool. A lady was having an elegant party. Listen to this. This is so funny. Sort of sad, but funny. And uh, wanted to serve mushrooms, but was a little uncertain about the mushrooms. So she fed some to the dog. He ate them, and everything seemed all right. So the mushrooms were prepared and served. And during the party, the maid hurried to the hostess and said, the dog is dead. And the guests rushed to the hospital and had their stomachs pumped. And after the confusion was over, <laughs> the car sure did mess up that dog. Um, you know, there's sometimes it's the hearing. You know, it says um, faith comes by hearing the word of God. And sometimes what we hear is, you know, like... Have you ever heard somebody talk about something and you just totally misunderstand what it said? <laughs> they sort of misunderstood. The lady didn't finish her conversation. The dog was hit by a car, not by the mushrooms. And um, so I'm bringing these up because that there's sometimes, you know, we got to practice hearing. Here's the next one. And uh, it says, we often do not really hear what is said. President Franklin D. Roosevelt got tired of smiling that big smile and saying the usual things at all those White House receptions. So one evening, he decided to find out whether anybody was paying attention to what he was saying. As each person came up to him and extended hand, he flashed that big smile and said, I murdered my grandmother this, this morning people would automatically respond with a comment such as, how lovely. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I had a lot of fun studying as well. It was good. And, um, or just continue with a great work. Nobody listened to what he was saying except one foreign diplomat. When the president said, I murdered my grandmother this morning, the diplomat responded softly, I'm sure she had it coming. <laughs> you know, talking about a hearing, you know, I mean, the, the diplomat did hear, but wow. You know, that wasn't a good thing to do if who's going to murder a mother-in-law. 
No, I'm not going to say anymore. But um, the word of God is the same way. It's like when we read it or when we heard it talking about, you know, like, do we really hear what, what's being said? You're like the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Do you believe it? You know, it's then, then hearing it and we practice it, walk it out. Um, when the enemy comes and tries to tell us about all the things that we did in the past or, or maybe the things that you have a vision. He says, without a vision, people perish. Um, you know, do you ever believe that it's going to come to pass? You know, we're holding on to the hope that God has been placing in us. Um, there's um, another one that I found in the same uh, literature. It says, faith in God is the only thing that will open our hearts to the truth. It's faith in God. Faith is built out of hearing the word of God. You know that uh, verse that says, um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word? I always studied that, and I was always having, what is he, double talking there? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And uh, I talked to a few people. Have you ever had somebody, when, when they're reading, the words are actually, I mean, their lips are actually moving, they're going, there's a reading? And uh, some of them said, you know, well, when you read and you speak it, it helps. Um, and that's true to some degree. You're like, when we gain the word of God or when we're reading it and we begin to meditate on it, we're thinking of it, speaking it. You know, the speaking is just not sitting in the chair and reading and talking about what you're reading about. I mean, just saying the words as you're reading. The speaking of it is, is actually walking it out and when you meet others, you talk about it. All right, come on. You guys got to get excited about it. Something here. <laughs> I mean, to think about all the opportunities that we have of going out in, in the community and, um, you know, things happen and we just say, praise God. Somebody looked at you like, what? Yeah, yeah, we'll praise God anyway. Even when it's good and bad, we're going to praise God. Um, yeah. You know, um, it's really good. I've been born again since 1966. It's 34, 44, 51 years. And I've been in church, lots of churches. And there's sometimes, there's been only a couple times that I've ever really walked away and actually remembered something. And, uh, you know, there's sometimes I think about, you know, what caused me not to hear what was saying. Uh, and it might have been, you know, just things that happened during the week and I'm thinking about them or the things that I'm going to have to do in the afternoon or whatever. But um, 
what I'm saying is there's sometimes we get so involved in everything that's going on around us. And, and um, the word says, peace, be still. You know, like there's sometimes coming to church, rest, and to hear God, what he has to say to you. You know, and, and you know, like honestly, there's sometimes, you know, I come here and my prayer is, is that you're not going to hear just what Bob has to say, but you're going to hear God speak to you into your heart and encourage you for who you are and what's going on in your life. Um, there is so much that goes on in the world that will catch our attention, just like the elections. You know, they catch your attention. I'm, I, I'm almost ready to quit Facebook. I, yeah, I'm actually on Facebook, too. 71, I'm on Facebook. It's not so bad. But um, there's sometimes you get tired of hearing how, you know, like all the negative stuff. And it's, I understand that there's some people that are really, 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 really concerned about the future of our United States. Honestly, I know that. Um, but when I start thinking about um, how many people get a, on both sides, there's some that'll say good things, some will say bad. And, I guess there's a word that people actually want to go ahead and assassinate Trump before he even gets started, which is crazy. But it's like it's the negative, and we're looking at that negative. Or sometimes when we come to church, we're thinking about all those negative things that are coming up that we, maybe we got to go through and uh, find out, like, what is God's plan really for me? And um, how many of you know the Jeremiah 29? I love that scripture. I meditate on it a lot because I need it too. Like I'm, I'm standing up here, I'm a pastor, but I'm walking out who I am every day. Um, I'm, I have to, there's things that I have to do during the week and, you know, but Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. It's not for evil or destruction, but to give you a future and uh, hope. Isn't that cool? I mean, God is so awesome. He is so faithful. He says, think on these things. What's everything is good? What's everything is lovely? What's everything is good report? Sometimes when I get that scripture, I, I think about somebody sitting in a field and they're picking flowers and stuff like that. But, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Although I like the idea of it, but there's sometimes, you know, like he wants to, Come over here and sit down and go. Where does, where does my help come from? Maker of heaven and earth. Where does my help come from? You know, like I can set everything aside. You know, the enemy's plan is to go ahead and get you to concentrate on those negative things. And then to bring you to the place where, you know, you're thinking about how you can solve them. Not bad, but, you know, like when you come to the end of your figuring it out, he said, trust in the Lord with all your might and lean not under your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all of your ways and he'll direct your path. 
See, it's, it's, it's easy to go ahead and take it into your own hands and believe that I got to work this out. You know, I, I got to do this and I got to do that. There's sometimes, have you ever done something and you're trying to, to, to solve the problem and it just gets worse? <laughs> because that we got our hands in it. And, uh, or we'll, we'll talk to somebody and we believe that it's going to be answered and all of a sudden it just doesn't happen. And, uh, you know, we put our hands back and we say, okay, Lord, you know, I've had my way, now it's your turn. <laughs> Do we get excited? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not on you anymore. Trust in the Lord with all your might. Lean not unto your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all of your ways. And he says, I'll direct your path. I'll give you, I'll give you a, a direction to go. You know, like it's, it's, not, it's not on me. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I can go out and just do anything I want. You know, I have to, I have to come to the place where, you know, studying the word of God brings that faith which is really important in us. He's talking about faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. You know, it's coming to that place where faith begins to work in my heart and I believe what God says. You know, there's many times, you know, like everybody says, well, I believe the Bible's true. Is it, is it, is it being fulfilled in your life? Walking out who we are in him is important. Listen, you know, don't compare yourself with other people. That's such a, a blasted lie. <clears throat> Each of us are different. I, I know I say this a lot, but I feel like it's so important that you realize that God has a plan for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, he has a plan for you. You know, and then you have to study and say, Lord Jesus, I need to hear your voice. Faith comes by hearing and hearing, hearing, you know, trusting that you're going to hear God. God is going to be able to give you direction. And, and not only the direction, but a hope that he's going to accomplish what he said he